Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home in Missoula Sports Center. The state title matches in prep soccer are set, and the playoff bracket for prep football is officially out. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Class AA, the boys' soccer playoffs will have a different state title match than most of the last decade. Missoula Hellgate will make a run for its third straight state title with a match against Kalispell Glacier after the Wolfpack ousted Bozeman 2-1 earlier this week. Hellgate defeated Bozeman in each of the last two Class AA state title matches. The AA Girls Championship will feature Billings West, a 5-1 victor over Missoula Hellgate on Tuesday against Bozeman Gallatin, who upset Helena High earlier this week. In Class A Girls Soccer, Laurel will make its ninth consecutive state title match appearance in search of its third straight championship and fifth since 2014 in a match against rival Billings Central. In Class A Boys, Whitefish is on the hunt for its ninth state title, including fourth in a row with a state title rematch against Columbia Falls looming on Saturday. Finally, playoff brackets around high school football are set, and the Class AA features four primetime showdowns tonight, including a doubleheader in Electric City. Helena Capital plays at Great Falls CMR at 3 p.m. before Missoula Big Sky plays at Great Falls High at 7 p.m. Bozeman Gallatin plays its first ever playoff game at Helena High, while Kalispell Glacier hosts Billings Senior. Sentinel, Bozeman, Billings West, and Butte each have buys. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Can you think of a better just rip you to shreds battle rap song than that? I mean, Tupac yes. got him on that one. I, I don't, man, Cannabis and LL had some 
crazy rap battles back in the day. Like just, True. just like I don't even know, like verbal assassinators back and forth. And then there was a big one between uh, the Juice Crew from the Queens and then KRS One from BDP from Boogie Down Productions. So like those are some of the biggest like beefs in the history of the history. So we can get into those heavyweight fights later. Gotta love it. Rajiv Seabrook in the house. Yo. Stuana's now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. You know it's a Friday, so you know my main man's here waxing poetic with us. He's wearing his Spartan purple. Settles off this week because they got to buy. That's what happens when you're number one, baby. Eight in a row this year, 18 in a row dating back to last year. Spartans are flat rolling. Pretty, uh, pretty special year for Western Montana football teams so far. Sentinel in Missoula, no losses. Big Sky in the playoffs. Hamilton. Undefeated, number one in Class A. Florence, undefeated, number one in Class B. Flint Creek, the drumming Phillipsburg co-op, undefeated, number one in Class C, eight, man. Sick. So, I mean, that's that's, that's like a little 40, 50-mile radius where there's a lot of teams without a lot of losses. Pretty cool. That's, hey, the best is in the West this year. Let's go. Missed anything in the first hour of the show. We talked about Montana State, Montana, Southern Utah. We also talked high school soccer. And we heard from a couple of the football coaches from around the Garden City. Dane Oliver from Missoula Sentinel. Matt Johnson from Missoula Big Sky. As part of our Garden City Spotlight, you can find everything from today's first hour on the Nuanas Now podcast. Proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sportsbet Montana. The Class AA playoffs are officially underway. We got one final in the books already. A 3 p.m. kick. For Helena Capital at Great Falls CMR. Excuse me, other yeah, yeah, Great Falls CMR. Two games in Great Falls tonight. Wrestlers had to host Capital because uh, early because Missoula Big Sky playing at Great Falls High. This is going to shock you as somebody that follows Double A football, buddy. Helena Capital goes into Great Falls CMR forty-five to seven, buddy. Whoa, what up? Great Falls CMR was uh, like one of the surging teams in the state. They were I had a number four in my Treasure State Media poll as recently as a couple weeks ago. They lose the Crosstown to Great Falls High, and then they just get waxed by Helen waxed. Capital. I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised. Capital's well, good, but like CMR is good Capital's too. good, but they're not that good, and I don't mean to knock any Capital fans sure. out there, you know, just, you know, because I'm, you know, a Sentinel. You know, it's you know, all good, man. But I, I thought CMR was much better sure. than what they... It's like uh, I love have, these I, contender pretender some, games. They must have had some injuries. Or or this time of year, Colts are grades, man. Grades, midterms, like sure. Do ba- a couple of bad grades will gut a team, especially if it's like two or three studs at key positions. A couple of injuries and a couple of bad grades and one bad case of cousin COVID. See ya. Yeah, and I don't know. That's I mean we don't know anything that's going on with CMR, but great effort by Capital. Good job by the the Bruins. So they're good. Um, I was going to ask you. Yes, sir. What do you think of the, this uh, new playoff format? So now we got 12 teams to make the playoffs from Double A. Four get buys. I think the guaranteed number one seed for the conference champions is a good part. I think that's cool. Um, but I don't really know what I think of all the rest of it. Uh, the reseed, I, I don't really I don't, know. I don't get that. I think I like I like it when a seven plays an eight, sort of like they do with the brackets in basketball. Sure. I also don't think that four teams should have a first round bye. I think it should be the best of the East and the best of the West, okay. the two, top two teams. Everyone else fight like dogs. And if you have a below or subpar percentage winning, you have no reason to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Like I, I liken it to the college. Like when we have these four and five teams in bowl games, why? Right. Why? Sure. Like you didn't earn it, and I don't. I don't care about numbers. It's and 
if you're a subpar team and you didn't earn it, you don't deserve to be there. Period. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see how. I, 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 I'm going to withhold my opinion on it because I don't have one yet. <laughs> I want to see how it kind of all goes. I want to see how this reed seed goes and everything. It's just interesting for the coaches because, like, Dane Oliver, we you can't we, prep. That's what I'm saying. We just we just talked to Dane, and we said, what are you doing? And he said, well, Friday night we're going to go bowling. <laughs> yeah, so the team's going bowling tonight, and then, like, X amount of kids in pods are watching different games. So, like, sure. after this, I'm grabbing my son and going up to with uh, my godson who plays JV in a suit and up for varsity, and we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, watch watch uh, watch a game and, and see what's going on. It's hard to, hard, to, hard to scout, but fun at the same time. We're going to attack a little bit of NFL here in just a minute, but this is one of my favorite things in high school football in Montana because I think that, you know, it's so funny. When you're when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, your coaches always tell you, guys, very little of what you're going to remember about this is, you know, the X's and O's and the final scores. It's all oh. about kicking it with your boys, yeah. hanging out on the bus. You know, yep. I got 100 memories on the bus for every oh. game that I can remember, right? Locker room antics. Right. Just oh. chugging the gallon of milk on the bus, you know, doing dumb stuff. Dumb but, stuff. But there's more bus time in Montana than almost anywhere in the United States of America, and that is accentuated in the playoffs. So quickly, here's a couple mileage totals for you for the first round across the state. That hell in the capital, the Great Falls CMR game, that's easy. That's 90 That's ninety miles. That's an hour and a half. Bang, drive. bang. Nothing. Bozeman Galton at Helena, that's nothing. That's about 100 miles, 98 to be exact. Uh, Missoula Big Sky at Great Falls, it's about three hours, 172 miles. But Starting you, to rack up. You got to go slower on that the, that pass. Rogers mm-hmm, pass a little treacherous. Mm-hmm. But the, the double A that is the big boy, <laughs> like, like Dana Oliver said, Billing Senior's got to go across the country, 448 <laughs> miles to go to Kalispell Glacier. So that's a nice little seven hours on the bus. But the 448 for Senior to Glacier? Nothing. That pales in comparison to some of these other ones. Listen to Class A. The, oh, these are my favorites. Frenchtown at Whitefish is pretty close. That's 129 miles. Doable. But Libby to Billing Central, 498 miles. Dillon to Sydney. 525 miles and Miles City to Columbia Falls, 529 miles. Days to get there. That's what I'm saying. It's literally <laughs> days. Like, you got to leave yesterday to be on time for the game, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, honestly, that's one thing where, where the playoff format, I think that they need to figure out something for Class A. I, I get that they want to have crossover games east versus west in the playoffs or whatever but, neutral spots but like how you have it exactly you like, got to have neutral spots I mean, that, it's dangerous it's also like i mean a it's lot expensive of, that's what i'm saying like a lot of families can't afford to give their kid money to eat three four times on the way there no i i agree there's got to be something to kind of meet in the middle and and home field advantage is depending on how big or small your town is is it doesn't. I wouldn't say it matters that much. Um, it, it definitely is dependent on the town. It temp- right? It's really contingent upon the town. I don't like the travel. A couple of years ago, Ryan and I did the show, and we did the class, just the class B travel for playoffs for yeah. all of it. Yeah. And it was more miles than the NFL had traveled. <laughs> I believe it, man. Because if you look at some of those Southern teams or Cali teams or teams from the Northeast, it's the same thing. It's 90 minutes, an hour max. Like, it's a quick bump of a plane ride. And it's the, these Montana boys and girls for sports. Road Warriors, that, baby. That's Look right. Straight road dogs. These are Class B matchups. <laughs> Here we mileages. go. Cut Bank to Florence. That's 262 miles. Baker to Columbus, 265. So neither one of those are terrible. Jefferson to Red Lodge is 230. Shepherd to Townsend, 187. Big Timber to Huntley Project. That's just a hop, skip, and a jump. 104. 
Fairfield to Eureka at 233. So all those, not not too terrible, but the two, the two big dogs, the Class B level, Whitehall to Malta. Malta, it's like it's like Brian Fish, former Montana State basketball coach, said when the first time I ever we, I was on a, a East Side swing tour with the Montana State Athletic Department one time, and Fish was in Malta for the first time. He said, "This ain't the end of the world, but we can see it from right here." <laughs> <laughs> it is true. I but love White, it. Whitehall to Malta, three hundred and fifty-five miles, and then Big Fork to Glasgow, four twenty-five. Woof. Oh, son! One year I was at Loyola. We went from here to Baker. I didn't. I didn't think Montana was going to end. Oh, buddy. Oh, I saw my first cattle run. <laughs> like, I walked into certain places and the needles on the record skipped. Like, I was I was lost in time for a second, son. Oh, no question. For real. So here's your Class C. These are, you go from Sheridan to Drummond, which is, it's actually the games in Phillipsburg. Flint Creek game, they alternate between Phillipsburg and Drummond. Uh, but Sheridan to Drummond's 109 miles. And then it gets into the 200s with... Chinook to Fairview, which is 275. Then you're up into the 300s. 360 from Plentywood to Fort Benton. 365 from St. Ignatius to Joliet. 377 from Alberton to Park City. 390 from Scobie to Sims. 383 from Belt to Culberson. But here is your winner. Ding, 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 ding. This is is more than Miles City to Columbia Falls. This is more than... Libby to Billings Central, more than Big Fork to Glasgow, the longest trip in the first round of the high school football playoffs is Circle to Thompson Falls, 567 miles. Good gravy, that's a lot of miles. All I'm saying is that if you're the road team in that situation, you tired. if you win, that's the greatest bus ride of all time. If you lose, man, I, I, that sucks. Man. Oh, son, that's when you ask grandma, hey, take me home. Because <laughs> like, right? I'm going to get home two hours before that bus. That's exactly right. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, <laughs> SWX Montana Television. My main guy, Rajim Seabrook, hey. in the studio with me. Tomorrow, we will be kicking it down at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. It's our second-to-last ESPN so Twisted Tailgate college game day pregame show. Come hang out with us. We got Badlanders slinging drinks. We got all sorts of swag. We got all sorts of everything. So come on down. We'll be broadcasting from 10 until 11.30 there at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot adjacent to the walking bridge as Montana prepares to host Southern Utah. Time now for a little All Football All the Time presented in part by Northern Quest Casino. The Turf Club Sportsbook is now open at Northern Quest Resort and Casino. Want to place any of your in-game bets or pre-game bets, anything, little vacation, head on over to Northern Quest and go check out the Turf Club Sports Book. Last night, (coughs) Green Bay versus Arizona, the rare Thursday night game featuring two of the best teams in the league. It looked a little bit like a Thursday night game, and in fact, it was a little bit clunky, but somehow, someway, the Packers just keep on getting it done. They looked Horrible in week one. They got destroyed by the New Orleans Saints in the first week of the year. Since then, Aaron Rodgers has just been magic, man. They're finding ways to win. Sometimes they look so pretty. Sometimes they don't look pretty at all. But it doesn't matter. Because the Green Bay Packers win 24-21 last night without David Bakhtiari, their left tackle. Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the NFL. Alan Lazard, one of their starting receivers. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, one of their other main receivers. And then Kevin King, their top cornerback. None of those guys played. They still had the Arizona Cardinals their first loss, 24-21, the Packers with the victory. 
Aaron Rodgers set himself up to be so scrutinized with all of his offseason antics, and he's just sitting there laughing at everybody. He's just clowning everybody. Didn't matter. He didn't have to go to training camp. He could just sit there and cry all he wanted about the Packers front office. They're still just rolling. He kind of reminds me of a mastermind from like a, a, a James Bond movie. Like, it's just watching people sit back and play themselves because he knows what he brings to the table just unto himself. And he's sitting there stroking the cat behind his ears with his mock turtleneck on being like R-E-L-A-S. <laughs> on the backside, he's also saying P-A-Y-M-E. <laughs> N-O-W exclamation point. That's exactly right. What are you wearing for Halloween? Triple eight one zero two nine. Text us. That'll get you entered into our fall giveaway. This is a once-off. We've been doing the fall giveaway all fall, and we'll be giving you two outstanding prizes: one prize package, an Otter Box, a grill, and a cooler from Twisted Tea. Ooh, yeah. Another prize package: a Traeger smoker, a beef box from Haymaker Beef, and a whole boatload of Alpine Touch. Today and today only, if you text us at 888 what you're wearing for Halloween, we'll get you entered into that contest. That's, again, 888-1029. What are you dressing up for as Halloween? Uh, one of our listeners says, I'm going as a green crayon and my wife is going as a pink crayon. I like that. Very good. You got a Halloween costume? I was a Pringles can earlier today. You were. Nice. I was a total Pringles can. You should have worn it on the show, dude. I just can't. Buddy, I was dealing with some some, some right, youth of right. America yeah, that's right, that's trying right, to handle some right. business and, you know, right, right some wrongs in this community. Hey, that's good. That's what that's what you're here for. That's what you do best. Yes, sir. Speaking of quarterback drama, Aaron Rodgers has sort of made the quarterback drama narrative go away in Green Bay, whereas the San Francisco 49ers got themselves a situation. Oh, boy. The 49ers, <laughs> first of all, our good friend and, and uh, sometimes contributor, Kyle Sample, big-time 49ers fan. Big-time not Jimmy Garoppolo fan. <laughs> He's been lighting up my phone all week. He follows all these um, Niners media guys on Twitter. He's been sending me the tweets of just breaking down all the, just the egregious mistakes Jimmy Garoppolo has made over the last month. They're alive. Just missing wide open throws. Like, when you watch it from the all-22 angle, this dude can't read a defense, man. Dude, he can. He's he's this generation's Dante Culpepper. He's like regret. Except for that Dante Culpepper was far better than Jimmy Garoppolo at Dante Culpepper's peak, right? Well, no, because he, he had Randy Moss. <laughs> Come on, man. He had Randy Moss, Robert Smith, Chris Carr. Come on, man. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess He didn't have to read a defense. No, you just got to throw it as far yeah, as you can. As, as <laughs> often. That's exactly. Exactly right. No, but regardless, Jimmy G, it's not it's not going well for Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Nope. But I'm so interested as why they're so scared to move on from him. It, when they pan to Kyle Shanahan, it is very. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is a no nonsense guy. He, I mean, most of the words you could use to describe what you think he is like as a coach, I can't really say on the radio. FCC will find you. <laughs> and uh, it's very clear that he is unbelievably frustrated with Kyle Shanahan or with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. They had the number three overall pick. They used it on a quarterback in Trey Lance. I'm so confused as to why they're not just pulling the trigger and going with the young guy. I don't know. It's the same thing when you, you look at some of the elders in your family. They put money into investments that just don't pan out. 
Um, you know, maybe they're just trying to see how how far can they go? Uh, can he, they put? Can he improve over the next week or two to be? somewhat attractive trade bait. Who knows, Coulter? I, I, I think it's a failed experiment. I think the protection that he, he had um, from his days with the Patriots is finally, the, the, that, that, that shield is, has totally eroded. And I just don't think Jimmy G is, is, is set for that system. And it's also hard when you're kind of looking in your rearview mirror. Like, you can't for go sure. forward when you're always looking in the rearview rear mirror. I liken this situation to, you know, Joe Montana, Steve Young, um, Jeff Hostetler, Phil Sims, uh, Frank Reich, uh, Jim Kelly. Like, just when you can't, you can't keep looking over your sh- shoulder if you're trying to make progression. And so he's kind of in a juxtaposed situation as well. It's definitely true. Also, though, I think that <laughs> I'm always screaming and hollering about this, but I think that the narrative that the national media sells the NFL watching public is so tied to fantasy football and gambling, and it it disregards so many of the most key parts of NFL football. Like, there's this massive narrative that the NFL, the offense is just at an all-time high in the NFL. I would actually argue with the amount of possessions and how fast everybody plays, defenses are at an all-time high. I'd agree with that. There might be a little bit more points than what you saw in the 70s, But when a defense is only giving up points on three out of 10 or 12 or 14 possessions, those defenses are balling, man. These defenses in the NFL are balling. But what I'm getting at is that I think Jimmy Garoppolo takes a ton of heat for the Niners Mm -hmm. being a two-win team right now. What isn't talked about is that when the Niners went to the Super Bowl, they had a four-headed monster at running back that was as good as anybody in the league. Well, Rasheem Mostert is out. See ya. He's out for the season. They got rid of Jarek McKinnon. He's Bye. playing for the Chiefs. I mean, they're, they're rolling with, like, Jermichael Hasty sometimes, which is like, he's all right or whatever, but it's not what they need when in that offense. No. And so uh, I also think that they had to make a decision on their defense mm-hmm. because they knew they had to pay Nick Bosa. They knew they had to pay Fred Warner. And so they decided to get rid of DeForest Buckner. I know they had, they tr- sort of choose, chose Armstead over DeForest Buckner, and Armstead's actually been good, and for the price, it's not a bad move if you're just comparing those two. But if they could have kept Buckner, that's what their that's why their team was so good. Like when you yeah. had when you had Solomon Thomas and Bosa and Buckner and Armstead, that's the best defensive line in the NFL, and that's yep. why they went to the the Super Bowl. So I think that it's time to move on for Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'm also not willing to steep all of the blame on him no. for San Francisco's poor start. Well, that and I, I'll add on the injury bug. That team has been. Ravaged at key positions. Last two years, absolutely. Like so, you 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 can't get up for the downstroke when you just don't have the horses in the stable. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, all football, all the time. Presented in part by Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's RV and Marine, locally owned and operated for more than fifty years, the largest inventory of RVs under the big sky. Go check out Brett's RV and Marine, forty eight hundred Grant Creek Road. More NFL talk. Keep it right here. It's Nuan is now. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. 
The state title matches in prep soccer are set, and the playoff bracket for prep football is officially out. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Class AA, the boys' soccer playoffs will have a different state title match than most of the last decade. Missoula Hellgate will make a run for its third straight state title with a match against Kalispell Glacier after the Wolfpack ousted Bozeman 2-1 earlier this week. Hellgate defeated Bozeman in each of the last two Class AA state title matches. The AA Girls Championship will feature Billings West, a 5-1 victor over Missoula Hellgate on Tuesday against Bozeman Gallatin, who upset Helena High earlier this week. In Class A Girls Soccer, Laurel will make its ninth consecutive state title match appearance in search of its third straight championship and fifth since 2014 in a match against rival Billings Central. In Class A Boys, Whitefish is on the hunt for its ninth state title, including fourth in a row with a state title rematch against Columbia Falls looming on Saturday. Finally, playoff brackets around high school football are set, and the Class AA features four primetime showdowns tonight, including a doubleheader in Electric City. Helena Capital plays at Great Falls CMR at 3 p.m. before Missoula Big Sky plays at Great Falls High at 7 p.m. Bozeman Gallatin plays its first ever playoff game at Helena High, while Kalispell Glacier hosts Billings Senior. Sentinel, Bozeman, Billings West, and Butte each have buys. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. I got so frustrated when my parents wouldn't let me go see Dangerous Minds when I was, like, 12. I look back now. It's so funny because when you're 12, you think you're so much older than you are. And then when you're 35, you're like, man, I wouldn't let my 12-year-old kid go watch that either. Oh, son, some of the movies I watched as a kid in the early 80s, my parents should, like, my dad should be brought back from the dead and put <laughs> into jail because it was like, you let me watch that Ooh. It's amazing. Fast Times at Ridgemont High in particular. For sure. It's amazing, though, the influence film can have on your life, especially when you are a little kid. I mean, it, True. it crafts so much of what we think. Which well, is- especially back then when you didn't have the internet and you revolved around television and around commercials and around things of that nature because you couldn't just get online and spread it to the world. You were you talked to your friends about it. There was this whole culture that was surrounded by exactly. film, music, and television uh, for so long. So yeah, some of those movies, it's woo-wee. It's been, uh, it's been replaced by the Netflix t- series, right? Like, that's what films are now. Everybody, all the best yeah. writers are writing Breaking Bad instead of writing a film, right? Did you, speaking of Netflix, did you, Kaepernick, watch that at all? No, I haven't yet. Son. Good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I got in the queue. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised. You're usually telling me about that no stuff. Kidding. Like, I just, well, I have a lot more time on my hands now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, blew my mind. Rajim Seabrook in studio with me, Colton hey. Juanas. He's still sipping on his Florence Coffee. So, Florence so Coffee Company uh, Friday continues here on Nuanas now. I'm Colter Nuanas. A little bit more all football all the time presented in part by Northern Quest Casino. Northern Quest, one of my favorite spots, right outside Spokane there. They just opened up the Turf Club Sportsbook. <laughs> Best place to place your bets, whether it's in-game or before the game. So go check out the Turf Club Sportsbook at Northern Quest Casino. All right, let's talk a little bit more NFL, Raj. Let's do it, man. The 
one of the most important games of the of the weekend, I think, is between two AFC North teams that we're not to the point of the season yet where you could say they've underachieved, but they haven't been. I think both the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns were considered playoff, at least hopefuls, if not favorites, coming into this year. I think the Browns were certainly considered one of the teams that had an inside track at the playoffs. And, and the Steelers, I think people expected them to bounce back a little bit. Steelers are 3-3. Three and three, The Browns are 4-3. and three. They both had a couple crazy games. But I think this is a contender-pretender game. I think the, the winner of this game is a contender to, to at least maybe be in the mix for a wild card, if not make a run at that division. I mean, last week the Ravens looked mortal for the first time. It, it, Ravens were rolling people, and then they got rolled last week by the Bengals. Could be a sort of breakout moment for Joe Burrow and the Bengals because that was a very affirming Statement game. victory. Absolutely. But uh, <clears throat> where are we at the Steelers and the Browns? See, I, I, Taylor, two different tapes right there. I'll start with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gutted their team last year, right? And with the pieces that remained, the fragmented pieces that remained, I hate to say it, are holdovers from Roethlisberger's uh, inception. And it's, it's, a ta- it's a team that's been gutted and is old at positions that just can't keep up with today's NFL. Flopping it to the other side, I look at Cleveland Cleveland, can any of their offensive powerhouse pieces stay healthy? Odell and Jarvis can't be on the same field at the same time. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb can't be on the same field. Baker Mayfield's making more commercials than he has completions. You know what I'm saying? It's true. So you, he's you, been banged up. Too. He's been banged up, and that's what I mean. When you look at when you look at the, the, the sum of those parts, when healthy, offensively, that should be one of the best teams on paper in the league, and should be tearing it up. But when you're not healthy, you can't stay on the. You can't. You can't do it. Uh, so so you look at injuries for Cleveland, inconsistency, and then just the gutting and trying to reload and repair in Pittsburgh. It doesn't work for either team right now. Keep those texts coming in. Oh, what are that? you wearing for Halloween? That's the only th- question. If you text us. That's borderline harassment if you say it in a certain <laughs> way. Don't ask me that. My kids are listening, Coulter. 888-1029. That's 888-1029. A couple of most recent texts and keep them coming. I am being a hot dog, okay? Sounds great. Sounds like a great costume. Makes him a wiener. (laughs) (laughs) Not uh, loser. The uh, next one says, uh, I'm going as my hero, Coulter. (laughs) That's right. Super handsome. I'm staying home planning next Monday's show. Ha ha. OMG. What a nightmare. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing on Sunday. I'm going to be watching the NFL and uh, taking notes, getting prepped for the Montana football hour and the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty. Sounds great to me. I'm too old to trick or treat. Don't have any kids, so Sunday fun day, watching some football and taking some notes. I'll be trick or treating. I'll be out there looking for all the mounds and almond joys a brother can consume. I love me some coconut. Let's go. Another, another text, Joe Dirt. That's a good one. Dear Tay, don't try to church it up, boy. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of the AFC North, how about those Bengals? What's up? The Ravens pounded the Chargers two What's weeks ago, up? and I was sitting there thinking. All right, the Ravens can do that same thing to Cincinnati and Joe Burrow, and it's going to be sort of a come-back-to-earth moment for Joe Burrow and that red-hot offense. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They r- rolled them. Cincinnati scored 40-plus against Baltimore. Unbelievable. Nobody, I mean, nobody scores 40-plus against the Ravens. But it's not just Joe Burrow. The Bengals took a bunch of heat for not drafting Penny Sewell out of Oregon, the offensive lineman, instead taking Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow's buddy. Well, Guess what? Jamar Chase had the first 200-yard game by a rookie since Randy Moss. So, I mean, Jamar Chase is nice, nice. Like, he's like top 10 receiver in the league nice. Like, straight out straight out of college. I hear you. I got two rookie cards. I'm pretty happy about it, too. Good. Let's go. 
Are you surprised by that though? I mean, he he was he took a lot of scrutiny by opting out of the of the season last year with all the COVID stuff going around, mm-hmm. and uh, looks like he made the right decision because he's fresh, fresh, and just tearing it. Fresh, up. dressed like a million bucks, threw on the fly ballys and the nice green socks. You know what I'm saying? I like the team chemistry, and I like what the Bengals did from the front office down to the coaching staff down to the players. The the mixing and blending of saying put these two guys together and then putting the other pieces around them. This is. Uh, the Bengals look like the Chiefs did three years ago. Um, just new pieces, different ways of putting the pieces into motion. Yep. And right now in the Queen City, it's working. I'm just so impressed with a couple of these young quarterbacks, man. Dude. Like, Burrow is nice, nice. man. He is so confident. This, this whole slew of young dudes. Uh, San Diego's got one. Right. New England's got one. Right. Uh, uh, Arizona's got one. Like, just these young dudes that are just... As you would say, nice. This is this is the formula now, though, because w- would you agree that the continuity between the front office, the head coach, and the franchise quarterback is among, if not the most important parts of building a championship NFL team? It is, um, and and, and, you, and you're starting to see those three blend more and not as fragmented as it as it was in yesteryear. Because what these teams are doing is they're they're going out and getting the coach and the quarterback at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Cliff Kingsbury wasn't even a 500 coach at Texas Tech. No. But the Cardinals go out and get him to be Kyler Murray's coach because they know that it's a, the same offense. It's a fit. So the learning curve for Kyler Murray is not nearly as high as it used to be for NFL quarterbacks. Same thing in Cincinnati. They go get Zach Taylor, young up-and-coming coach. Joe Burrow meshing. They're running similar stuff to what Burrow was running at LSU. So uh, I think that that's important. I think I think that's why we see sort of this accelerated development for a lot of these young guys. What we'll also see is we'll see less trades and we'll see less guys slinging across the league. And what I mean by that is the coaches from yesterday used to have constructs, and you would draft a guy and try to force him to play what that coach wanted. Right now, what coaches are doing, it's like, oh, I have players A through J. I need to reconfigure and play yeah. to their strengths. So you're having you're having the shift of power and organizational power happening to benefit uh, uh, the player versus the system. All football, all the time, presented in part Let's by go. Brett's RV and Marine. If you need somewhere to... It's about to get cold. And I know it's been sort of a delayed onset, but it's about to get cold. If you have an RV, last thing you want is to not have it taken care of before the winter. So if you have an RV... Go down to Brett's RV Marine. They can help you either winterize it or maybe they'll just buy it from you. You can get set up with something good and new in the spring. Either way, Brett's RV Marine, located at 4800 Grant Creek Road here in Missoula, the largest RV dealer under the big sky. Where are we at with the Kansas City Chiefs, particularly with Patrick Mahomes getting knocked out? I mean, I was doing some projects at my brother's house last weekend trying to get some stuff in order, and uh, so I was just coming in and out during the Chiefs game, and, oh, man, 7 nothing. Oh, it's 14 nothing. Oh, my gosh, it's 24 nothing, and it's not even halftime. What's happening? The Chiefs haven't got beat like that in a minute. Not since, uh, I don't know, Steve DeBerg was a quarterback? <laughs> Who knows? Pre-Mahomes pre, pre for sure. Um, two things that I'm seeing. There's a there's a there's a point where your film catches up with you. And what I mean by that is I think the jury is out, so to say, like people have finally figured out Patrick Mahomes parts of his game. Um that's one factor too. The defense is not very good, which then just puts your offense in a horrible position. But I'm not sure what's going on. It was also weird to see Patrick Mahomes get smacked around the way he did last. Like there was a couple of times where I, I winced. 
because yeah. I'm just not used to seeing that young man get tattooed like that. Yeah. And uh, if what it reminded me of was um, Andrew Luck's fourth year. Yep. Of just seeing this very talented quarterback trying to make things happen, but just some of the pieces around him are, are starting to fold like a house of cards. Where are we at with the New England Patriots? Why do you ask me about subjects I don't care about? <laughs> I am here to help you and, like, have fun, and you just, like... Pete in my Cheerio Bowl. I hate New England. I don't care about them. Why are we? Why are we? That's th- why. That's why they are important to talk about them Ugh. because they, everybody cares about them. Not- Most people just don't like them. Ugh. I don't know where I'm at with New England right now. I actually think that New England, of all the teams that are sort of stuck in third gear, at like three and three, three and four, right there. Mm-hmm. I think New England actually has a brighter prospects than many. Like I would say that New England has certainly brighter prospects than like. The Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah. Same record. They have a better coach. Better front office. They got better a lot of things. Brain trust. I, I, Mac I, Jones. I don't know. I, I guess it still it still wouldn't surprise me if the Patriots figured out a way to make a run in the playoffs. I know they're 3-4 and four right now, but it wouldn't surprise me. Or do the Patriots bring Jimmy G back? Oh, buddy. Belichick gets his way. I think they're already all in on Mac Jones, man. I think you got to ride that Jones, train. Think, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I think you got to ride that train for sure. I hear you, man. But you never know. Belichick's a fickle fella. You never know. Belichick's, Belichick's, Bellatrix's. More on the NFL. Who are the biggest surprises, both good and bad, in the league? We'll take you home here on a Friday. Keep it right here. Nuana's now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. When the gangsters came, see, it's the same old gang. Same old gangster gang, it's the same old thing. Just new days and new ways to twist. It's like this, the gangsters came. Oh, man, I tell you lately, see, no one can fade me. It just might drive you crazy watching did you know that Corrupt was in Missoula two weeks ago? That, how crazy is that? Corrupt. A show. He had a show downtown Missoula. What? Corrupt had a show in downtown Missoula. Who opened? I don't even know, dude. It was at uh, Monk's. So I think it was just like a very intimate little show. I don't know. Isn't that wild? What? There was like a moment in time that Corrupt was like huge, huge, man. Like when the dog pound, then he split off and had a couple solo albums, man. He was huge. I, I'm either getting old or I'm just getting old because like that's the kind of stuff I used to hear about. But like for Corrupt to be in Missoula and not, that's weird. I, I might have gone to that show. Right? Huh. If I would have been around, I would have gone for sure. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Rajim Seabrook. Yo. In studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. 
Appreciate you being here, man. Fun rapping with you. I love you, brother. Let's, uh, before we talk a couple more things about the NFL, give me your scout on the uh, the high school playoffs. I mean, Sentinel, is there any team that they want or don't want with this bye, or uh, is it just line them up, knock them down? Bringing I mean, them on. I mean, I guess they, they've already played, Sentinel's already played West. They've Next. Already, they've already played Butte. Next. They've already played Helena Capital. Next. They've already played Helena High. Next. So they ha- played, and Glacier. And Glacier. So they've played most of the best teams in the state. <laughs> Next. Yeah. So Let's that, just go. It doesn't really matter. Well, also what happens is after this weekend, there's going to be some crazy upset. Someone's going to lose. Like, the, the, the landscape's going to change in the next 24 hours. I'm excited. I'll be dialed into SWX and the NFHS website tonight to see who could potentially come to, uh, you know, Zootown next week to come face this beautiful purple and gold. Again, your update from the Class AA football playoffs thus far Helena Capital goes into Great Falls, knocks out CMR 45-7. to Big-time win for the Bruins. So mm-hmm. Bruins moving on, and CMR, two straight losses to end the year. So um, bummer for the wrestlers because they had it rolling there for a mm-hmm. little bit. All right, so let's talk a little bit NFL here. we got about mm, five minutes left. Yes, sir. Who is the biggest surprise of the NFL season so far, good or bad? What surprised you the most? I'm a little surprised at uh, Philly. The Eagles have surprised me a little bit. Do you think that they're better than you thought they were going to be or worse? Both. Like, okay. they're a little bit better than I thought they were going to be. Like, some of their flashes and then, like, some of their, their gaffes have been really bad. So, like, Philly, and, and that's not a knock on my man Andrew in the booth. I was just, I thought that, you know, the Philly, the Eagles should be better than what they are. I feel the same way about uh, about Washington. Like, Chase Young, where are you at? Like you, you were you were tearing up the league, and through the first eight weeks, you only have one point five sacks. Right. Like where are you at? Um, the other disappointing team. What happened to Kansas City? I'm gonna go right back no there, question. bro. Like, uh, like other, you just don't. I don't get it. The other one is Seattle, and I know Russell Wilson's been out, but it's just very strange to see Seattle sitting there at two and five. I mean, Seattle is a ten win team every year, mm-hmm. and when they're good, they're a twelve win team. I always hate on the Seahawks. That's one of the teams I have a hard time not hating on on this show. But but proof's in the pudding, man. I mean, they're just they're a playoff team every year under Pete Carroll. It's, it's very interesting watching a Pete Carroll team struggle to find any semblance of success. Yeah, I, part of it, I, I just look at how the money was allocated to that team. Like, there's just not... You can't pay people to be there anymore. It's just, it's hard. It's just hard. And I, they're still reeling from old contracts, too. Like, a lot of people... Uh, don't understand about the NFL. Like sometimes when players are gone, the players gone, but sometimes contracts linger. That's uh, true. And some and and the Seahawks and the Cowboys in particular have a lot of dead weight and old contracts. Couple other surprises on the positive side. Uh, Tennessee. I didn't think that Tennessee would be. I, I just I I thought that Derrick Henry would show some signs of being human. He's not. He isn't. He, he's he's just like a horseman. It's unbelievable. They just give him thirty carries a game, and he's just un. un I, I don't know. I, I guess it's. Why so, would you want to tackle that? The thing that's so interesting to me about Derrick Henry, I think the the most understated part of the analysis of him is Derrick Henry actually makes more business decisions than any other running back in the league. When Derrick Henry doesn't have a hole, Derrick Henry goes down. He doesn't take big hits ever. First of all, because no one's going to hit him big. But secondly, though, he knows how to preserve himself. That's why then when he gets to the second level, he's just a tr- dump truck. See ya. I mean, he's, he's just going to completely run you over. And so we'll see. We'll see if he can stay healthy. But 
Uh, a couple other surprises in the league. Obviously, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. Being 5-2. and two, that, was one yes. the, that was one of the best surprises uh, in the NFL. The Raiders being 5-2. and That's two. a good one. Didn't even think about them. Good job. The, good job. The Raiders, especially, with, I mean, getting two straight wins after all the John Gruden garbage came out. Like, that. that's, that's pretty impressive by that squad. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I am surprised by the Cowboys, but finally, after, you know, year after year after year after year after year of the hype and the offense and blah blah blah. They're actually doing it this year. It's they're five and one and they're they're leading the division. I hear you, old Ezekiel Elliott. Does he not look like a garden gnome in football patch to you? <laughs> this is why Zach Prescott's going to get MVP votes because he's getting he's had Ezekiel Elliott acting right for the last, like two years in a row. That's a miracle. Dude couldn't act right for one month. <laughs> now his Dak's got him under under his wing and he's he's actually. You know, he's being pretty normal, which is a big sign of surprise. Subjective word to be continued. <laughs> he is kind of, ha- he's in that Odell Beckham category, kind of out there. Come hang out with us tomorrow. Yes. We will be broadcasting to you from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot right there at the base of the walking bridge adjacent to the University of Montana campus. The Montana Grizzlies take on Southern Utah. Last trip to Missoula for SUU as a Big Sky Conference Crazy. member. We'll get you all prepped up. Gus Tutel driving the ship. Myself, yeah. Rajim Seabrook, Andrew Out. We got the whole crew down there. Let's go. So come hang out with us. Twisted Tea. We sw- uh, throwing out a bunch of swag. We also got drinks from the Badlander and a whole bunch of other fun stuff for you. So if you want to hang out with us, come see us. We'll be broadcasting from 10 until 11.30 tomorrow morning. Nuan is now back at it, 4 p.m. Friday. In the meantime, have yourself an outstanding weekend and be safe. Happy Halloween. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.